50 minutes past the hour, Texas Standard Time. I'm David Brown. Earlier this month, with all eyes on a certain confirmation process, Vice President Mike Pence gave a speech at the Hudson Institute on the U.S. relationship with China. Those who happened to be paying attention couldn't have helped but notice this was no ordinary speech. In fact, it was, as the Wall Street Journal noted, a 40-minute broadside against China. Other commentators suggested it amounted to a declaration of Cold War after four decades of policy aimed at what's been labeled constructive engagement. Overdoing it? Well, here's how the South China Post characterized the vice president's speech. Quote, an era-defining statement in the history of diplomacy, close quote. Now, if that's true, what might this new era bring? David Firestein is a longtime career diplomat specializing in U.S.-Chinese relations, and he's the executive director of the China Public Policy Center at the University of Texas at Austin. Professor Firestein, welcome. Thank you very much. Let's get into some of the vice president's language here to quote from the speech. As we speak, Beijing is employing a whole-of-government approach using political, economic, and military tools, as well as propaganda to advance its influence and benefit its interests in the United States. Close quote. To counter it, Mr. Pence said we need to move from an era of constructive engagement to constructive competition. Decipher that for us, if you would. Well, I think what Vice President Pence's speech really signifies is... Um, an unwillingness on the part of the administration to continue uh, business as usual with China. Um, as you noted uh, earlier, the, there's been a long-time policy of what might be sort of summarized as constructive engagement predicated on the idea that when the United States and China work together, even when we have differences, working together actually advances the interests of both countries in ways that are good for both countries. And I think the vice president in his speech essentially signaled an end to that mindset and a much more adversarial framing of the relationship in which there's much more of a, a kind of a zero-sum uh, dynamic at play, where if China is gaining, we're losing, and conversely, if the United States is gaining, uh, China loses. And I think that mindset is now the mindset of this administration, and it does represent a very significant departure at least rhetorically, and I think to some large degree substantively as well, from uh, past uh, U.S. approaches to China on both sides of the partisan well, aisle. Well, now I have to ask, because if the past is any indication, a vice presidential speech on U.S. policy toward China would be vetted and revetted to anticipate and even calculate Chinese reaction. I mean, he, he surely would have known that the Hudson Institute wasn't his only audience here. What was he trying to do with this speech? Well, I think the vice president, uh, on behalf of the administration, and certainly with the full backing of the president without question, and indeed Vice President Pence cited President Trump, uh, Trump uh, repeatedly in his uh, comments, um, it clearly was sending a signal first and foremost to, uh, to China. In a sense, I think the vice president's speech was really an effort to kind of serve notice to China that we are entering from an American standpoint, from the administration standpoint mm -hmm. specifically, mm -hmm. a very different kind of era in how we view China. You know, in recent days, there was this incident in which a Chinese naval vessel nearly collided with a U.S. destroyer near the Spratly Islands. And this is an example of what the vice president has called reckless uh, harassment of U.S. ships patrolling international waters. But we've seen other run-ins with, uh, with uh, U.S. Uh, uh, military planes as well. How, where do you see this ultimately going? Are we looking at a new Cold War? It depends on what the meaning of Cold War is, but I, the way I interpret the speech and the overall uh, approach of the administration is not so much that um, the dynamics on the Chinese side or Chinese behaviors are much different than what they have been in recent years. 
What is different is the way that the United States administration is looking at those behaviors, and what is also different is the way that the United States is speaking about those behaviors. And we clearly have a president who has a very unconventional style of communication. We have an administration that, in a sense, obviously follows the president's cue as, as the leader of our nation. And so we have a way of talking about problems that existed three, four, five years ago or two years ago in a way that's very different than how the United States, under either Democratic or Republican presidents, spoke about the very same problems. And so part of it is tonal and rhetorical, but also it suggests that there is uh, kind of a, uh, a, a, a sense that the United States has reached the threshold of its forbearance with respect to certain types of Chinese behaviors that are seen as very problematic from the standpoint of U.S. interests. David Firestein is a longtime career diplomat specializing in U.S.-Chinese relations. He's also the executive director of the China Public Policy Center at the University of Texas at Austin. Professor, thanks so much for speaking with us on the Texas Standard. Thank you. And you are listening to the Texas Standard.